Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week? As always, Tyler, I'm straight chilling. Well, at least that makes one of us. Oh, no. Here we go again. Oh, here we go again. So, I feel we're going to have a proper debate episode this week. We both saw... Sorry, hold on. I have to get the full title out of the way, if you don't mind. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Okay? Not just Hobbs and Shaw. Yep, naturally. Got to make a long title. That's what gets people interested. Hey, look, they got to let you know Dominic Toretto personally presents you this movie. Of course. So, we saw Hobbs and Shaw, which is the first spinoff of Fast and Furious. And we both have our thoughts, is the best way to put it. And let's start off positively. Mike, what did you think of the movie? I thought the movie set out to do what it wanted to do. It wasn't anything spectacular, but it provided good action, some good comedy, and uh, it was entertaining, I guess. So it's about the only good things I could really say about it. Okay. Shorter than I expected. I thought you would have uh, praised it a little bit more, but if you can't have anything else, that's fine. I was coming out of the theater. I was a lot more negative than you about this movie. With the main issue being is I was bored. And I think the worst thing than a bad action movie is you're bored. Because a bad action movie, you can have a couple beers, a couple sodas, whatever, and make fun of it. But this is boring. Because here's the thing. I can't knock the acting. The acting's pretty good for everyone around. Idris Elba... Jason Statham, The Rock, they all kill it. Would you would you agree or disagree on that? I would agree on that. Okay. The cinematography, for the most part, is pretty good. The action, I can see what's going on. It's not none of that Jason Bourne shit or whatever. I see what's happening. There's some nice slow-mo shots. And the plot is half decent. So on paper, this should be a decent movie. But the way it was, I think... What part what killed this for me is two things. One, the script, especially toward the end, and the editing and pacing of the movie. In that, for the most part, almost half of the movie takes place in London, and that really threw me off. I don't know if it threw you off, but not entirely. I mean, it's how it started. It yeah, it took a little bit longer to leave London, but yeah, yeah. in the scheme of things, that's not the biggest thing in the world. I don't know. It's like I try to place the movie in my head. A lot of movies go through a standard three acts, right? Act one, two, three, and then the movie's over. So if we break that down to a location, it's London, Ukraine. What, what was it? The uh, What was the island called? I don't know. We'll just call it Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Hawaii, but I wasn't sure. And I want to call it if it wasn't Hawaii. So we'll, we'll just say Hawaii. So if each of them are their act, like separate acts, act one is half the movie. So by the time you get to Ukraine, it's like, okay, this should be, it should be time to wrap up. No, you have an entire act to go on another place in the world. And it's like, it threw me off and I hated what they did to Idris Elba's character. Yeah, but in the whole three-act offense, act two was the shortest between one and three. Like, what yeah, was that was. longest? Then it was Act 3, the whole wrap-up. But Act 2, they were only in Ukraine for like a very short amount of time. Yes, they had the short scene in Russia, and then it was immediately jumping in to the base in Ukraine. 
Like, they were yeah. in and out. Which is a shame, because the stuff in Ukraine was pretty decent. You know, the five shocks and all that, I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah. But for me, they ruined Aegis Elba's character, because he is built up as this unstoppable badass, aka Black Superman, and the way he is defeated with all his high tech, with his self-driven transformer bike is teamwork in that what teamwork makes the dream work baby oh it does but and i know they were hinting throughout the movie oh you can't even work together you can't work together to save the world all that it's like that's really the the aim for this movie for their characters like oh well now we can finally work together i thought they were able to work together half decently in fast and furious 8 you know, but the fact that, oh, I'll take a hit so you can hit him, and then everyone falls to the ground, rinse and repeat, take turns, five minutes later, he's dead. And I'm like, you wasted a good actor in this role, and the character itself was pretty fun for most of the movie. Yeah. But that annoyed me. Let me just go through my list of complaints. Uh, Ryan Reynolds did not fit this movie at all, I thought. I thought, yes, he had good chemistry with The Rock. But besides that, I did not like him as a character. He only works as a character if it turns out he's the bad guy. And too many Game of Thrones references, in which there were three. That's three too many. And I don't know if Universal is taking a shot at Warner Brothers and AT&T just to fuck people over, but straight up spoiling something from the Game of Thrones finale. That doesn't look good now, and it won't look good in 10 years when people move on from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean... Definitely the references were out of place, but I disagree that Ryan Reynolds didn't fit the movie. I feel like he fit the movie a lot smoother than uh, Kevin Hart did. Like, Kevin Hart's character was, like, the punchline of the whole movie. Like, it just wasn't needed at all. Thank you for bringing that up. Completely forgot about Kevin Hart. I was so annoyed by seeing him as well and doing his regular shtick of, oh, I'm the short guy, but I'm going to pretend, you know, I'm a big buff guy with, you know, I'll deepen my voice, too. And then people call him out on it, and he's like, no, I'm not. We've seen this from him a million of times before in different movies, and it's old. It's old at this point. I mean, yeah. there's a good bet be with Jumanji 3 coming out this year. They'll make the same fucking joke again. They probably, yeah, they probably will. I think they made it in 2 as well. Uh, did they? No. I'm not really sure if they did, but let's not I... get off topic here. Okay. Um, reeling us back in, back to the whole Ryan Reynolds thing. You can see him being a smart mouth CIA agent. That's not a new role for him, so I feel like it fit. He didn't have a big part in the movie. It was more of a glorified cameo, if anything. So I don't really see anything wrong with Ryan Reynolds in the movie, but like the whole Kevin Hart cameo, that was just useless. I will say, if I had to pick one head to stay in the movie, I would keep Ryan Reynolds over Kevin Hart. I mean, his character did a little bit more than Kevin Hart. And for as much pitching as I'm doing for Ryan Reynolds, and look, I like Ryan Reynolds. I'm only complaining about this because they're just he's phoning it in in this one. He's playing the exact same character as Deadpool, just a PG-13 version of it. He did the same fucking thing for Pikachu. It's like, dude, you're better than this. Either change it up, just do something. Like, I say it out of, I want Ryan Reynolds to do better. Kevin Hart, I'm just really tired of. I just want him out. Yeah, I mean, but you gotta think, Ryan Reynolds, people want Ryan Reynolds to play Ryan Reynolds because Ryan Reynolds is funny. He's a funny dude, but just switch it up just a little bit. Like, it got to the point, put in a couple curse words. He is just Deadpool in this movie. 
Ain't nothing wrong with that. All right. I think I've been rambling just a little too much. Mike, since you're kind of short on what you praised, um, is there anything I did not mention that you did not like? Or maybe there's something you liked you wanted to expand upon? Oh, yeah. I was going to, you know, have this whole nice little debate for us here. So the action was good, right? Um, Yes. There was only one extremely unrealistic thing that I had the problem with. Okay. It's when the rock is holding the helicopter from flying away Mm -hmm. for a couple seconds. Like, that doesn't happen. I don't care how strong you are. You are not a super soldier. You're just a really strong, big dude. You're saying he's not not just like Captain America in Civil War? No, because Captain America in Civil War is a super soldier. He is not just some regular dude. Even if you argue the rock's on steroids, you're still not strong enough for that. The super soldier serum is steroids times 35. Like, the rock cannot do that. Okay. Now, if you want to argue that the bike was totally unrealistic, I could have a counter-argument for that. Go ahead. Okay. So Look, I like the bike, so you're not going to find any debate from me on the bike. So I think the bike is kind of a smart move if someone wants to throw out, well, the bike is more unrealistic than the rock holding a helicopter. No, it's not, because Idris Elba's character is more machine than man. Mm -hmm. And you see this over the movie, too. He gets multiple surgeries. You know, With all that and how he can calculate other people's hits and stuff like that. Why can't he control his bike? The bike is just another machine. He is a machine. If he can sync up to the bike, he can have the bike do whatever he wants it to do, like a remote control car. No, you bring up a great point. In this, in the, in the story that they're making, this evil company has a bunch of high tech shit and has basically yep. made each Elba, you know, half mechanical, basically. And you're right, all the stuff he can see and calculate, you're telling me he can't just, with his mind, call his bike over? He absolutely can. Like, that's too far? And then if people are like, oh, well, you know, Fast and Furious, you know, gone off the rails for a while. Yeah, it is, but if we just take the scene by itself, the helicopter's not anything special. As far as we know, it's a regular chopper. And while The Rock is probably one of the strongest people, he's still a human He's not cybernetic engineered. He didn't take the super serum. He is just... Because remember, he's just a federal agent. This is a federal agent, when you break it down, holding back a chopper for a few seconds. Yep. Like, he would have been torn apart in real life. Yeah. The minute Idris Elba made the nose go up, he would not be able to hold on. Otherwise, he would be ripped apart. No, you're right. Yeah. If there was any um, crazy part of the movie that just doesn't make sense that would probably be one of them but other than that i feel like the acting or the action scenes were more realistic than what we've seen in the franchise prior so i feel like that was kind of nice to see be grounded a little bit before we go to space yeah yeah you know place a bet on that when do they hit space we have now confirmed fast and furious 9 and 10 and early numbers for this indicate Hobbs and Shaw 2 will will probably happen. Which one of them do you think they go to space? I hate to say it, but why do I feel like it's going to be a Hobbs and Shaw thing where they go to space? See, I'm going to say Fast and Furious 10. It just wouldn't make any sense at all for Fast and Furious to go to space. It might make a little sense if Hobbs and Shaw goes to space. So, I mean, yeah, special 
military agents going to space for a secret mission makes more sense than, you know, some low-life, you know, car racers going to space to save the world. Correct. But knowing Fast and Furious, it could go either way. Well, here's the thing. We know The Rock's feud with Vin Diesel is legit. Vin Diesel will not be topped. If Hobbs and Shaw 2 is going to space, he will make a Fast 11 and go to space himself. Yep, and he's going to be taking that Dodge Charger with him. Oh, I mean, it's attached to him the entire way. That's the spacesuit. It's just him rolling around on the Dodge Charger. That's going to that's gonna be the lunar <laughs> It's going to be the rocket that goes up there. He's going to use 10 tanks of NOS into one car to shoot him up to the moon. And then he just drives around doing doing donuts. Yep, on the moon. Going to have a street race on the moon. Now, hold on. He's also drinking a Corona as well at the same time. But because there's no gravity, it just starts going up into the ceiling. Yeah. God, those movies are going to be terrible, aren't they? Yeah, they're not going to be that great. I'm going to lie to you. But yeah, and look, that's why I'm not shitting on this movie too much. I don't consider this a bad movie. If I had to give it a rating, it's like a solid five. Because the fundamentals are good. But um, based on the trailers and just the idea, because I'm sick of Fast and Furious. You take some of the best actors from that franchise and give them their own movie. I was in love with the idea from the beginning. You know, people are complaining online. But what about family? You know, that's what the franchise is about. Fuck family. The movies have been shit. And they had a chance to spin off. And it was I thought it was a misfire. I hope with the sequel, they they fix some of this. They make me care more about the plot. So I'm more engaged. Because I want to care. But I also All couldn't right. help but check my watch by the end. I, I gotta stop you there. Yes, the franchise has had more bad movies than good, but uh-huh. there have been some gems in there. So oh. do not say the whole franchise is garbage. Don't okay. do it. Uh, no, no, I won't. Fast Five is... Uh, we've talked about this privately, but Fast Five is a legit good movie. By itself. Yep. So. Followed by the first one. Gotta give credit to OG. Followed by Seven. But okay. Uh, no, I'm I'm going with Tokyo Drift more than seven, but that's a debate oh. for another time. <laughs> People, please, please comment in YouTube, email, Instagram. This man here is saying Tokyo Drift is better than Furious Seven. That's a fact, and we can argue about this more at a later date and time. But I'm just gonna leave with one thing: it brought the franchise back to what started, street racing, and added a new element, drifting. But then it led us to Fast and Furious 4, so... Yeah. And Fast and Furious 5 would have never happened if Fast 4 didn't do more successful than Tokyo Drift and Too Fast, Too Furious. So... Fine. We'll Fine. have this debate at a later date and time. If anyone has any input, we look forward from hearing from you. Yes, please do, because I feel... I, we need someone to help out Mike here. Because I know online, everyone shits on Tokyo Drift for the most part. So if there is actually some Tokyo Drift fans, please come in and we'll give you the side of the table with Mike and just have that talk. So if you want to get involved into this debate, if you want to hear us have an entire episode about which Fast and Furious movies are better than the others and our personal rankings, you can email us at entertainmentexpansion at outlook.com or... Send us a direct message, post a comment under our latest picture on our Instagram page, which is properly labeled Entertainment Expansion. Yep, and this will probably be one that turns into a YouTube video. So if that does happen, obviously, just easiest thing is leave a comment in the YouTube description. 
and we will pick that up for the conversation because I'm liking where this is going. I feel if there's enough conversation about this, we can have a special episode about this. We definitely can. But only you guys can make that happen. That's true. We're just not going to do this for no reason. We need we do need a couple of comments to make this interesting. Otherwise, it'll just be two people arguing for like 30 minutes. But we, we can agree six is bad, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, we can. And eight? I think eight's the worst. Next okay, week, all right. Next so we, we can have some middle ground. Yes, we can. All right, that's good. But I think that will wrap it up for this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. Uh, again, like Mike said, if you have any comments about Hobbs and Shaw or your ranking and thoughts about Fast and Furious as a whole, you know where to reach us. Links to some of that will be in the description of the podcast as well. As always, thank you for listening and see you next week.